You're listening to the School of Songwriting with Adam Holmes, episode number 13. Blue-eyed women crying in the station And I wish that there was something I could do You are listening to the School of Songwriting with me, Adam Holmes. Join me as I unpack the art of songwriting and share the tips and techniques I've used to take myself from working on a building site to running a successful full-time business as a singer-songwriter and performer. Enjoy this episode and remember that you can listen to all of my music for free on Spotify and Apple Music. Everything's gonna be alright People come and people go Everything's gonna be alright Hey, hey, hope you guys are all doing well. I just left the gym. I am doing good. I have had an absolutely mental month. It's been a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot going on. A lot of gigs, a lot of coaching. I've been writing commissions for people. Things are feeling very much all go in a very positive way. For me at this stage in my career, managing my time and managing my tasks and and managing my energy and attention between my different tasks and the different things that I do, uh, that seems to be my biggest work right now. Obviously, I started as a singer-songwriter. I had a lot of stories about myself that I wasn't a particularly organized person. I've had to challenge them in order to grow my business and, and elevate my business and become a higher version of myself. I'm obviously doing more now than just the, the part that's been a singer-songwriter and performing. That said, this month there's been loads of performing happening. I also have been renting uh, village halls and doing gigs in little remote places and loving that and really enjoying the DIY aspect of that. Myself and my partner Jen on keys just driving around and, and playing shows and chatting to people and, and meeting good people coming out to the shows and really feeling this sense of momentum and, and things building and just feeling really positive about that and really really proud of myself for building things to the level that they're at and um, just feeling in a good spot. I think as I reach this kind of level in my business, my main work really is just is uh, managing my mental health. And I think for all of us, that is the, the one thing that if you work on that, everything else I think takes care of itself. So my number one job is staying healthy, getting to the gym, eating the right foods, dressing in the right way, mixing with the right people, consuming the right sort of information. You know, I'm not a big guy for reading the news at all. My mum was given in to me yesterday because I didn't know that the First Minister had resigned. That's how little I know how out of touch I am. And so, um, but that helps me. That's really helpful for me. I'm also writing a book and the book is, is going to help people who've never written a song go from never having written a song to writing a full song in six weeks. And I'm absolutely buzzing about that. It's, it's just pouring out of me and uh, I'm loving it. I'm sharing bits of that in the Patreon. So if you're interested in that, for sure, join me in the Patreon. And uh, what I wanted to chat to you guys a little bit about today was uh, I've been exploring in the book the idea of uh, tone and, and melody as a tone. And I was thinking about this really interesting analogy whereby 
I want you to imagine for a little second that you're on holiday in somewhere. I like to imagine it's Italy, but for the purpose of this exercise, it's important that if you speak fluent Italian, you have to choose somewhere that is not Italy, uh, somewhere that you don't understand the language. And I like to imagine the scenario that there's a, a mother and her son and they're sitting in a town square and they're having a coffee post-school. And they speak a different language to you and you're sitting there and you're observing them. And I want you to think about whether you could decipher roughly what they were talking about based off more than the language. And the two scenarios I like to give are, one could be um, the, the mother scolding her son for poor grades and the other could be she's letting her son know that she's divorcing from her partner, from her son's dad. And I want you to imagine for a second how different the, the tone would be in those two different conversations. And I like to think about this with regards to songwriting because I feel what can often happen is in, in bad songwriting and songwriting that feels clunky is that we are trying to match lyrics to a melody that doesn't correctly match the tone. And I thought about, isn't it so interesting that we say tone of voice, like tone, like a tone, like a note. And uh, I thought tone of voice is, is what we use to put emphasis on certain words. You know, in conversation, we're very, very tuned in to how people are speaking to us. We're very conscious of the conversation that's going on subtly beneath the words that are actually being said and, and songwriting is no different as a songwriter when you find a sense of a melody your job is is really to listen it's really about listening that melody has a message for you that melody is communicating something to you. What you could do to test this out, melodies are like weather. You know, you can you can talk about the weather with someone. You can say, it's cold today, it's warm today. But what comes before the conversation that you have is the feeling, is just the feeling of the weather that you're in. Melodies are, are the same. So it's really helpful to start thinking about melodies as, as feelings, as vibration. If I was to say to you at a dinner table, pass the salt, I could be saying the correct thing. I could be saying, you know, ultimately I want the, I want the salt and I'm letting you know that. But you would know that that tone was a little bit strange. You know, you would know that that tone was off. And, and really that's, uh, that's musical, you know? There's an element of uh, volume, like volume plays a part in that, obviously. But aside from volume, it's musical. It's their, their notes. You know, when we ask a question, we inflect up at the end of the sentence and that lets people know. It's like a, a, a verbal question mark. It's a melody. So if you have a song that you're working on and your sense is that your melody's solid, but there's something that feels clunky about it. I wonder whether you've not been listening to the melody deeply enough. Your job as a songwriter is to 
ask that melody what it wants to say and give it the space for the message to come through. So if you're, if you're just putting the first thing that you can over it and putting that down and it's feeling clunky, it could just be that you need to listen a little bit more deeply. Paul Simon was like a real master of that kind of uh, conversational melody. He was excellent at that. Interesting story in that he went to Africa to make Graceland. He recorded with a bunch of musicians there brought back these sort of uh, backing tracks effectively and then uh, he, he, he wrote to the backing tracks, he wrote the whole of that record to the backing tracks and I can't think of a better example of a conversational sounding songwriter than Paul Simon, he's an absolute master at that uh, another little example I heard recently was that, that amazing Steelers Wheel song Stuck in the Middle with You and uh, I, for the first time, heard the, the message of the song. I love that about songs, that they can, they're like friends that you just, you know, your relationship becomes deeper and deeper over time. And, and I was conscious of what that song is about. And it felt, for me on the last listen, that really the song is about a man who's come from nothing, who's found a success and, and the kind of alienation of that because the people around him uh, he can no longer relate to and they want something from him and there's this beautiful bit in the song where you hear uh, your friends they all come crawling slap you on the back and say please so, so the way he's saying please there the way he's using the melody to convey the word please it sounds like how someone would say it you know, it sounds almost like a tone. It's like it fits perfectly. I'd really encourage you to start thinking about songwriting in this kind of way. It's a conversation. You're talking to people. You're talking to either an audience or one person. But if your melody is not supporting your message, then my uh, perspective and advice would be take away the words and just and just live with the melody a little bit longer. and and ask it what it really wants to say. You also, as an exercise, could try listening to instrumental versions of songs that you know really well, or versions of songs you know really well that are sung in different languages um, as, as a kind of meditation, as a way for you to, to deepen your practice. Okay, my friends, I hope that you've enjoyed this short but hopefully insightful and thought-provoking episode and um, as always if you're enjoying the show if you're liking what you're hearing and it's helping you it's out there for free and I would just really really appreciate it if you could pass it on to someone else and spread a little bit of this uh, songwriting goodness out there much obliged hope you guys are good and I'll catch up soon cheers Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you'd like unlimited access to content like this, join my community of Patreons. I'm also really excited to let you know that you can now work with me via a new service that I'm offering called 
songwriting feedback sessions. This includes a monthly strategy where we have three 40-minute Zoom sessions working one-on-one -on, -one on your material. If you'd like to book me for a private show or have me write a song for you, check out my website at adamholmesmusic.co.uk.